Welcome to the Kicking It With Ray podcast. I'm your host, Rainice, and I'm here to discuss all things reality TV from a black and brown perspective. From dating and marriage to competitions and everyday pop culture, I'll be diving into it all. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Kicking It with Ray. I'm your host, Ray Nice, and I'm here today with Vic of the Vic and My po- podcast, Blatchelorettes, which is no longer with us, unfortunately, but Vic is still a member of ba- Bachelor Nation, so I have her on today to just kind of catch up, see what she's been up to. Vic, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, First of all, I have to apologize to the listeners that I sound like a toad today. I, um, Miss Kovisha got me this week, so I am, yeah, I, we hate her. I'm, I've been in bed for two days and I sound crazy. So I apologize. This isn't my regular voice. Um, I'm just thankful but, that you felt well enough to come talk to me because I yes. know that how COVID can just really have you out of it. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. I mean, I did take the day off from work, so I was able to rest for most of the day. So this is like my final push. And then I already took my NyQuil and I'm be out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I have been doing well. So yes, I was a part of um, one of the co-founders co-hosts of the black chillerettes with vic and my i'm obviously vic mm-hmm. um which is short for victoria and yeah that podcast was great amazing um really really resonated with bachelor nation which was super shocking but also very very exciting for us while it was in its prime but yeah, I stepped away from that in October 2022. So it's been about a year and a half um, that I've been out of Bachelor Nation at large and like podcasting at large. And it's honestly been really good. Um, <laughs> it's been really nice to kind of like take a back seat and um watch if I want to, you know, and not feel like I have to. Um So that's been really nice. I've been continuing my life as an actor in New York City, which has been, um, I'm sure that you could imagine, full of many ups and downs. Um, But some really, really great things have happened. So I'm really excited about that and excited for what 2024 is going to bring. And I'm also um, a breast cancer survivor, which if anyone was listening to our podcast you would know that and yeah so I'm also continuing my life as a survivor and figuring out survivorship and that's been crazy um I know it's the end we're coming to the end of Black History Month um so this is my shout out to any (laughs) of you who identify as Black I mean really anybody but specifically Black women do your self-checks because we are oftentimes left out of that conversation. And when you think of breast cancer, you don't think of me, a 29-year-old Black woman who is an actor, who is very active and all those things. Um, I'm not 29 no more, y'all. I'm, I'm in my 30s. Um, but, <laughs> but I was diagnosed in 2022 when I was 29. Um, and yeah, that is crazy. So I just always recommend do your self checks, make sure you're taking care of yourself, know you're normal. Um, because that is, it can happen to any of us. She can come for any of us and just make sure that you are aware that that is a possibility. I hope it happens to none of y'all listening, but just know it could potentially happen, even if you have no family history. And that's me getting off my soapbox of breast cancer. But I always have to say something as a survivor and as an advocate. So, of course, if anyone has any other questions, you can find me on social media and we could chat about it. Yes, definitely. I remember when this kind of all happened and kind of following mm-hmm. the journey. It was just mm-hmm. crazy because you were so young. 
Um, you're still young and like, mm. but like to not Correct. even be 30 yet. Cause a lot of times they won't even let you get mammograms that young. Exactly. Nope. And that's nope. just wild to me. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's very like, I'm 37, but I have a history mm -hmm. of breast cancer in my family. And so mm -hmm. I had to beg them to, to do a full exam. Cause there was something that I just was like, I don't know what this is. Right. <laughs> I've had a breast right. infection. So I know that like some things are not you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like where they were once before. So I Every right. I feel like I'm constantly discovering new things on my breast because of the mm -hmm. reduction and scars and things. So I'm I'm right. my doctor like what is this? What is this? Exactly. You have to be you have to be your own advocate cuz they yes. just go write it off absolutely. They will. Yes. And I know um I ended up having fibroids in 2020 and that was something mm -hmm. that like nobody talks about. Right. As black women, we get fibroids more than most and mm -hmm. Like I know at one point Kamala Harris was um studying that. Don't know what's happening mm -hmm. with that study now, but sure. mm -hmm. like, like the hormones and our food, I think like contributes to that. It's a lot of different things. And um, you know, they don't really talk about how dangerous fibroids can be for women. And it it was exactly. even even like when I was going through that and having them removed, no one ever really told me what it was, like what, like mm -hmm. why. I didn't understand any of it. And so just like looking it up now um, and like how your body can grow them back, but ways to avoid it and all these different things. It's like health is crazy. Health is and, really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to take it more seriously as black women because they're mm -hmm. not, no one else is going to. So exactly. No, that's, that's really good. I'm sorry that you have to go through that with fibroids. I have heard two of my black friends out here in New York who recently have had um, surgery to get fibroids removed. So it's definitely, and, and when I was going through all my cancer ins and outs, ultrasounds, all that, one of the things that you have to do is a very fun transvaginal ultrasound. And I remember that was when they were like, has anyone ever told you you have fibroids? And I was like, no. Um, so that's also that I'm like, okay, now I got to be watching for these fibroids and also cervical cancer. Great. Love that for me. Um, so it's just, it's just, yeah, we have to stay on top of our health because they're like the fact she said, has anybody ever told you? I'm like, no, granted, I think that was maybe one of my first times getting a transvaginal ultrasound, but still I'm like, okay, I guess this is something that I have to be monitoring as well. So yeah, we have to stay on top of our bodies because yes. it could really save your life. It, yes, exactly. And like on a, not, not as serious as cancer, but that's kind of how I found out I had diabetes too, was mm -hmm. nobody, I went to the ER twice for other issues. Like, mm -hmm. and the second time I went, I was like, something is wrong. I'm not right. leaving until y'all tell me what's wrong. And mm -hmm. finally they were like, well, it's probably that your sugar is like 300. And I was like, what does wow. that even mean? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I, I had never, I, I have people in my family that have diabetes, but it wasn't something that we really talked about. And right. so they had to explain to me that like the last time I came in, my sugar was that high too. This was like six months before. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, so my sugar was over 300 six months ago and nobody said anything like mm -mm. that's crazy. So yeah, I went down this whole road and just, I was very upset. I remember talking to my partner, like, can I sue them? Because yeah. Like, I could have died. I have a cousin who literally died because she claimed she did not know she had diabetes. Mm -hmm. And by the time she found out, it was too late. Right. And, and now the doctors have claimed that they did tell her. So it's kind of like a he said, she said. But mm -hmm. yeah, it, you know, it could have gotten that bad. And so right. it just absolutely scares me that like medical professionals are not on top of their jobs the way they should be. And mm -hmm. I had to fight, like, even when I got diagnosed, they wanted to like immediately put me on insulin and two different medications. And my dad was like, no, don't let them put you on, on insulin. We're going to fight mm -hmm. this on our own. And mm -hmm. I'm just so thankful that I have a, a strong support system because my family like jumped in immediately and right. got like my entire diet, my exercise, everything turned around. And I was able to like stay off insulin. Um, wow. but yeah, it like it really was. Uh, I'm really happy that I was able to turn that around. But it was like no uh -huh. thanks to the doctors because the doctors right. were like, drugs. There you exactly. go. <laughs> Figured exactly. out. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, yeah. being a black woman is hard out here. It's hard. It really is. It which really is, is. Which is why I just love highlighting the black women that come on this show because they're going yes. through so much personally that we never uh -huh. get to talk about. And so exactly. I just love to talk to them, love to um uh, highlight them, and I feel like. That was probably the saddest part for this week's episode for me was losing Kelsey T. Right. We were just mm -hmm. getting to know her so well. I know we were. And yeah. she, she just seems like such a sweet soul. And like, she was 
very I think that she just is someone who I'm not like super into astrology but I would love to know I should look up her her sign on what is it batch horoscopes um because I feel like she just is someone who just feels very deeply um even like when we saw her leave and she just didn't say anything in the car and I'm like no I feel that because I would be like no I can't even talk right now because I just I don't know how to put into words the way that I'm feeling but what I'm feeling is a lot of pain Yes. So let me just breathe through this. So yeah, I'm so sad that we lost her, but I don't think this will be the last we see of her. I'm sure we will get her on Paradise, I hope. There are rumors that Paradise may be no more. Oh. And I really hope that happens true. when I'm out of the out of well, Bachelor Nation world. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's crazy is like I don't know where the rumor started. I cannot find the like trace the tra- the trail of it. Yeah. But I'm on like a, on like the big podcast like Game of Roses. Um yeah. friends on here. Uh, let's love to love uh, love to see it. Yeah, love mm-hmm. to see it. They have said that they've been hearing there's not going to be Bachelor in Paradise again. Now, wow. Everybody seemed unclear if that just meant like this year or if that meant yeah. or if they're coming up with a new show cuz I know that there've been a lot of rumblings of like you need to change it. Bachelor in Paradise is not good anymore and it was yeah. like, the best part of this franchise so you need right. to figure out how to make it good again I'm mm-hmm. hoping I'm hoping that that's all they're gonna do is make it good again <laughs> yeah I could see that because it is hard now with how intense and big social media is like how much social media is a part of all of our lives mm-hmm. and like it's never a secret of like who's going to paradise yeah. so it's like people are always you know meeting up beforehand making their little mm-hmm. secret plans have already hooked up before so it just doesn't have the same, I feel like, weight to it yeah. that um, that it did when it started out. So I, I honestly wouldn't hate if they like reworked it, um, but I would like to see something else other than just The Bachelor, Bachelorette and Golden Bachelor, Bachelorette. I think they need to take a page out of the Love Island franchise and uh-huh. make, make Paradise a little bit more live and more involvement from us like letting us vote on things like vote on yeah. who should get who should get the first date who should get to ask somebody out just uh-huh. more involvement because that is what keeps people coming back right like, I, I, did you notice on social media this season how um the bachelor official pages were like tagging the girls and stuff they were letting them mm-hmm. talks in the house and mm. like all these things that all this um content that came out that was clearly filmed in the mansion I don't think we've ever seen it like this before where during yeah. the season the contestants were showing them at the mansion at, on these dates on these um trips and things it's it's been crazy wow see I didn't even know that I don't I don't know the last time I looked at the actual official pages mm-hmm. on Instagram but no that is that is wild and yeah. it's definitely that, like I remember I remember back in the day, the contestants like weren't even allowed on social media until after the show was over. You right. Know? <laughs> right. Now yeah. they're they're commenting on things. They are in, they are in the mix. Um, mm-hmm. And this season in particular was crazy because a lot of girls posted stuff that they would post before the the airing, and then they had to delete stuff because see, yeah. what they were posting did not go with the narrative that was shown sure. to us <laughs> sure yeah yeah and I don't know if they had to delete it because they were told to or if because the backlash from social media being like oh you're a mean girl because you're you're saying this but we saw this yeah it was just too much I don't know which which it was but I just think that's interesting that like y'all are allowed to do this but you're clearly messing up in a way yeah yikes anyway they they didn't get that media training but yeah (laughs) something went wrong (laughs) yeah they just kind of let them loose yeah interesting so this episode I felt like of all the episodes this season this was probably the slowest the least amount happened um Uh it was very emotional like everybody is just completely depressed at this point (laughs) everybody is absolutely Yes, everybody was scared of their feelings, of him not having uh-huh. feelings, of, of her not having feelings. Like it was just, it was very emotional. I was watching right. this episode like cringing, like everybody needs therapy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We've gotten to the point in the season where people are realizing that they have really strong emotions. And then that's terrifying to them because they're like, well, if I have these strong emotions, these other girls probably have their strong emotions. And Joey probably has all these strong emotions. So, 
I I could be Delulu, like thinking that it's gonna be me and Joey at the end, because like everybody else is probably thinking it's gonna be them and Joey at the end. Yeah. Um. So I yeah, they were all spiraling a little bit. And completely understood. You know, people want to say, uh-huh. do you know not not know what show you're on? Because people are all yeah to see him with other women. It's different when you're in it. Right. It's got to be different. Like they are completely secluded to just themselves. They have no friends or family to talk to. All they None. can do. Yeah is fixate on this man mm-hmm. and now you see this man making out with your best friend and right like, and i'm supposed to bring him home next week that's exactly wild <laughs> wild yeah so, i i completely understand the spiral it what it tells me is that they really are thinking this deeply about it mm-hmm. i agree like, yeah what did you think about daisy like flat out refusing to be like i'm falling in love with you i mean i think that that's kind of what I've been wanting people to say the yes. whole franchise <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like I get, right I'm like I get that like feelings are heightened and all of that but like to really be like I'm in love with you and like I mean not to bring in the, the mess that is love is blind but like love is blind is also like a very um like they speed up the process of falling in love mm-hmm. but from what I've heard like those dates in the pods are like hours long where you Mm -hmm. can really spend time getting to talk someone and know. And I'm like, I feel like these dates, like the time that they actually spend together on like the one-on-one dates, I don't know the actual amount, but I'm like, it's probably maybe like max three hours. Like, I feel like it's even if it seems like it's a whole day, like they probably like do their little one activity. That's probably like an hour or two. And then they do dinner. That's like probably an hour Mm-hmm. but also maybe not because they don't even eat they don't then, really eat <laughs> they don't really eat and then they like watch fireworks or some like country artist sing that nobody knows and like um Where's except we did get we did get what's his name earlier this season michael bolton which oh yeah, yeah yeah um and, like, is gonna know the singer so <laughs> right yeah nobody's gonna know um but but yeah so i'm like to really say that you've fallen in love with this person when you've maybe spent at this point, like one on one time, maybe like six hours with them is crazy. Like, you can, you, being, generous like being generous and like, and I know that like it probably feels like love because one, you have not seen another man in however many weeks, and two, like the man is nice and good looking and you have chemistry with him and like all these things. So, yeah, so I feel like when people are saying, like, oh, I love you, you know, on this show. I'm like, um, I think that you really, really like this person and that's great. But like, I don't really, but that's me also being like, we really don't need to be getting engaged. Um, <laughs> but, but that's just like, you know, that's would mean the whole premise of the show would have to change. But um, yeah, so I appreciate Daisy being honest in that because like, I feel like that's how I would be. Like, I feel like even if I am Delulu in my feelings, like, kind of like how Maria is I would be like or not she's not Delulu but she's like going a little crazy of like oh my god I'm feeling all these things I would be honest about that and be like I have really strong feelings but I don't uh, yeah I don't think that I could say that I'm in love with someone regardless of how heightened it was so I appreciate that Daisy's being honest with herself and with Joey and with us because yeah I just think that that's the more honest way to approach yeah. See, this is what happens when I've been talking too much, when I haven't been talking all day. Um, can't breathe. <laughs> I, I think that Daisy yeah. might be the first woman in Bachelor history to realize that you probably are not in love after only filming for three to four weeks. Like, mm-hmm. you are probably just very infatuated and very excited right. about the situation. Exactly. I definitely was like, oh my God, I agree with everything she's saying. However, you know what uh-huh. she. <laughs> I was very worried that uh, she might not get the rose because she wasn't willing to say it. But oh, he, sure. He reacted to her the same way that he kind of did when when he was on the two-on-one date and he asked both Sydney and Maria, like, where do you see this? Like, how do you see uh-huh. us? Maria was like, uh-huh. I honestly don't know because right. I don't right. like the I feel right now. <laughs> and yeah. I think that he likes that realness of like, I'm not just going to tell you I'm falling for you. I need to really make sure I'm taking this seriously, essentially. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So 
Um, so I really um, appreciated her saying that it was real. I then appreciated her being like, no, you don't understand. My family took the fuck care of me when I was on my deathbed. So they're going to make sure that you will do the exact same. Exactly. (laughs) Cause Mm -hmm. that's, she could, anything could happen. I don't know the history or the, um, like how Lyme disease works or like, right. if that could like come back again or if she's just cured and we're gonna have to worry about it anymore but uh-huh. on life support again are you going to be there by her side take care of her at that point because her family right passed her on to you <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. Good yeah no conversation. She, yeah she was very very realistic and I did really appreciate that about her and I also didn't really realize that she was from Minnesota until this episode and I was like oh it makes sense because I went to college in Minnesota and I was like yes she is a Minnesota girl she is for better or for worse she is a Minnesota girly and yeah but I do I do like her I have nothing negative to say about Miss Daisy same 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 I do like her um there are some rumblings online but I'm gonna choose to ignore that for right now Mm, (laughs) see I haven't seen those yeah so I haven't officially seen them myself um Uh I've seen reddit be like oh no we saw her having liked some things and could be problematic but you know (laughs) I see I mean like I said Minnesota girl yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That was my college years were an interesting time. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yes. I'm actually based in uh, Minnesota right now for my yeah. airline. Um, I yeah, I I am only based there because my schedule is so much better there than it would be where I live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm out there, but like, oh, I literally just go to the airport and then take my trips and go. I, I yeah, on the city at all, and and Minneapolis is probably like a very very nice city <laughs> I did um I did mm-hmm. want to go out to go see the George Floyd Square um yes. but that's like the, as far as mm-hmm. yeah that was basically my college neighborhood all of that so ah, I was okay. all all up in Minneapolis St. Paul area food. I enjoyed it <laughs> yes absolutely there is good food mm-hmm. so Daisy gets the one-on-one this week then Kelsey yes. um a gets the second one-on-one both uh-huh. I've been front runners this whole season. Uh-huh. Uh, but when Kelsey, when we found out Kelsey's getting her one-on-one is when we see Jen start to spiral. Right. This is this part made me sad because I've always thought Jen was such a front runner. Every episode we see them having. Yeah. So I was really concerned when. Yeah. Early. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Honestly, I never really thought about this, but I'm like, I think that. Jen like we might get our first Asian bachelorette because I feel like they I feel like that was you know intentional how much screen hello screen time she did get um and none of it was really negative I mean we see her spiraling but you know that's just gonna be you know her being vulnerable and all of that so I I wasn't as shocked to see that she was going to go home I think that I don't really think that I ever put her in my top four even though I knew that she had a good connection with him I think that she definitely had a stronger connection with him than Kelsey did Kelsey T but for me I don't think that she was had a stronger connection than the final four that we actually got um but I it was it was sad oh what was that I was saying I always went back and forth between her and Maria and uh, uh-huh. Jen in my final because I thought Maria was sending herself home so I see yeah uh-huh. I was like it's gotta be Jen, right? Like right. That made sense to me. But then like yeah. I I felt like throughout the whole season we always saw a connection with Jen. But then on that that when Marie and him finally got a one-on-one, I was like, oh mm-hmm. no. It's yeah. Maria for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think he's just so infatu- infatuated with Maria and doesn't really like, yeah, he's never met anyone like her we've never seen anyone like her on the show and so like I think that for him right now I think that they do have a connection but I think it's more like excitement of like what's she gonna do next and I think that like ultimately that's not gonna be enough to be like I love this woman I don't I don't think that Maria will be like um the person that she choose that he chooses but I think that he does enjoy the like spontaneity and kind of like um very uh I don't know what the word is she's very witty yeah I I don't want to say 
the word I'm looking for is like, I mean, the word that's coming to mind is abrasive, but I don't think she's abrasive. Um, like, um, he's very know, someone, someone who just is like, she like switches up really quickly. Um, spontaneous. But I, yeah, yeah, I know I use that one, but whatever. It's, it's fine. It's done. Um, but I think that he does really enjoy that about her. But I think that Jen, it was more of like the connection just isn't as strong yeah. as these other ones. I really wanted her to make it to hometowns though, just to make it a more compelling story for why she needs to be the next lead. Yeah. I I'm scared that they're going to use an excuse. Cause I mean, like mm. first of all, this season has so many amazing women. Yeah. Uh, final six, actually final seven. Cause Lexi as well. Um, right. All, well, I guess technically she was like nine, but, but still like, uh-huh, yeah. She would have made it to top six if she hadn't eliminated herself. Um, I just think that all these women are so amazing that they Uh any of them and I'd be excited to see their story. I I just worry that, you know, people are pushing for like Maria to be Bachelorette, which I would love to, but I I see Jen. I want to see Jen or Lexi. I think Jen and Lexi are like my top two choices. Right. Lexi. Uh I feel like she has such a compelling story with needing to get married soon. Yeah. Family soon. And I think that that would be like an interesting season to see how that plays out. And then like right. one who wants to do like the, like the golden bachelor did and get married right after the season ends. Right. Uh-huh. I would love to see it. I would love to see that. And I feel yeah. like this might be a season where we actually get that, you know? <laughs> right. True. Yeah, no, absolutely. That could be a possibility. I would love to see. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate to see Lexi. I would love to see Jen. I don't think we're going to get a Rachel, but I would love to see that as well. And to um, be fair, Rachel is also Asian. She's Filipino, I believe. Yeah. Um, I just, for some reason, I feel like her story hasn't been as compelling. Right. As some of the others. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. And like, I think that I love watching them together. They have such a cute chemistry. She's so like funny and awkward. Uh-huh. Um, but we really haven't gotten to know a lot about her. So, right. Right. Um, yeah. I she will be the next one to go home. Um, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like final three will be Daisy, Kelsey, and Maria. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel like Maria is going to end up self-eliminating though. I just, she is too much in her head. And I think that she is, yeah. she's that kind of like boss bitch. Who's like, you're not going to take me out. I'm going to take myself out. You know? Right. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I definitely put Daisy and Kelsey in my top as well. Um, for me, Kelsey's taking it um over Daisy. I just like don't see that chemistry as strong with with Daisy and Joey as I do with Kelsey and Joey. But I'm also like, I mean, I guess in terms of like chemistry, I see it more with Maria, but I think that Joey's gonna think that Maria is just like a good time. Um, I don't wanna like say that because I think that he thinks more highly of her than that but I think like like just to put it in like the simplest terms yeah um I think she's you know, I think I agree with what you're saying and I also think that she overcomplicates things a lot for him yeah. and while it was fun I I can see it starting to be like okay this is too much <laughs> right right yeah. um like in her defense she's probably just trying to protect herself oh like, absolutely it's got to be so confusing to really, really care about someone and not want to end up so hurt because they chose somebody else. So you're trying not to feel those things. I can't mm-hmm. I never go on the show. I would be out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I would be as well. So I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I try to analyze the way people are feeling, but I'm like, yeah, no, that is absolutely wild. So I don't blame you for acting a little bit crazy in the moment like even when she was like i can't kiss you because you kissed someone else and then yes. she kisses him and it's like maria <laughs> yes yes and he loves that he eats it up like i think he's like wow she is yeah definitely going to keep me on my toes and i think that he loves that but i also think he's like wanting someone who like he has completely figured out and he knows exactly like what it's what the situation is going to be when he comes home or like what the situation is going to be when she comes home or like, you know, all that. Whereas I think if it was with Maria, it would be a little bit like every day. I really have no idea what today's going to be. Um, <laughs> and for some people, they could want that and be like, that is so amazing. I don't, Joey doesn't strike me as that type of person. 
Yeah. And Maria may not even be that type of person. Unfortunately, this particular type of environment is pulling that side of her out. It's sure. No, we said like um, Love is Blind is a hot mess right now. And uh -huh. Chelsea over there, who is just absolutely so insecure and just coming yeah. off crazy. But then mm -hmm. talking, like listening to some of the podcasts that people are doing and the women from the pods are like, that was not how she was at all in the pod. She's like so strong and so like, like just fierce and on it. And yeah, this side of her. So it's like different environments make us sure. differently. Yeah. Um, it, it would just be, I think a season of Maria as Bachelorette would look way different than oh, absolutely of her right now way different than anything we've really seen before uh-huh <laughs> and yeah. right now like I was talking with some of the girls um online and they were asking basically there was a thread on reddit that said those of you who want Maria as the bachelorette did you like Katie Thurston as bachelorette hmm the topic because for, for whatever reason they are comparing them to I do not think we need to compare them at all. That seems like really mean, right? Yeah, I do not think we need to compare them at all. Maria is way more entertaining and understanding. Um, I, I think that what what I said is that I think the producers were expecting a Maria when they picked Katie, but that's right. who Katie is. Katie is right. not as Maria she is not as like um assertive and just confident in herself and mm -hmm. able to like, pull off sex appeal in a way that looks comfortable and not cringe um yeah like it and I, I hate I don't want people to think I'm saying oh Katie's not sexy like that's not what I'm saying I just right. don't Katie is comfortable like posing in sexy clothes her her version right. is completely different than Maria's is um yeah yeah, I think they're different people. I would almost compare Maria more to like a Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. Than, than Katie. I would agree with that. Yeah. So anyway, point is, I think it'd be an interesting season to see her as lead. I just don't know if we need that season right now or if we need mm -hmm. like our Alexi season first, something that's a little more serious. <laughs> right. No, I agree. Yeah, I would love to see her, but I don't, yeah, I don't know if. We need it right now but I also once again would love to see her on a paradise or something or whatever type of thing that we end up getting so we would I just basically I would love to see more of Maria somewhere somebody give this girl another tv show <laughs> yes and and probably her family her family is from what we've seen the little clips of her dad I'm like okay that's they are an interesting dynamic I want to know more about that yeah, I'm really hoping that it's not too um, misogynistic, this whole hometown thing. Like, you know, yeah. hey, seeing the like, oh, father's going to fight for his daughter's honor. Like when it's right. Well, she chose to go on the show. Like, like Right. Everybody exactly. <laughs> but exactly. yeah, he does seem to be an amazing father. Just even the story she told about uh, the accident with her mom and her, uh, her, her dad stepping up to take care of everybody. Like, her and Kelsey T or sorry, Kelsey A both have amazing yes. partners that yes. I just can't wait to meet them both. Right. No, same. I'm definitely excited about, about meeting both of their families. Yeah. And Kelsey's dad, she seemed to really get emotional about that. So that'll be a nice little moment. So Kelsey A's date, they go um, a little trip around the town. Jasper is absolutely gorgeous. That was an amazing, every single shot of Jasper was just so yes. Um, and then they do a polar plunge, which um, I couldn't tell what they were doing this for. I've done a polar plunge before in Min in um, uh, Minneapolis, but it was uh -huh. answer. So I was kind of like, do people just do this for fun? Is that like a thing? Yeah, I know. It seemed like they were just, it seemed like it was just set up. I mean, it really was set up for production. Um, it, like that was definitely, he was a, a plant, that man. Um, but yeah, I guess those people were like, yeah, of course, we'll do a polar plunge in the middle of this cold weather. Also, I need, to, which this is like something that just came to me that I thought back to. Daisy went on that date without a coat on. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, like you had a, and it was funny because she's like, I'm going to go get ready for my date. And then she comes out for the date wearing the exact same thing, but like just without her coat. And I'm like, girl, where is your coat? But then once again, I think, oh, she's a Minnesota girl. It's probably 40 and she's like, it's summer. Um, so you know, but then she ends up with Joey's coat on. So I'm like, right. Well, like the producers couldn't hold her coat for her. Like, yeah. 
that was weird. Or maybe maybe her coat was like not good for the mics or something. I don't know. She was wearing a bright red one. So I was like, maybe they were like, no, that's gonna look too Christmassy with what Joey's wearing. So like, don't wear that. Or is it something? Uh, don't, don't some animals not respond well to the color red? Oh, maybe I don't know. I know, like bulls. Um, but I'm wondering if like horses too or something. Cause I just, I thought that was weird that she didn't have a coat on too. Yeah. I was like, girl, it's cold. Mm-hmm. And it, cause they were filming in like November. So yeah. I'm like, it was giving, it was definitely giving chilly. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. But yeah. So then Kelsey and, um, Joey do the polar plunge. They're like making yes. it cold water, which I'm like, okay, get out. You don't right. have to. Absolutely. Weird. Absolutely. Get out. Yeah um and then they do have another conversation which okay as much as much as I love like Kelsey's families I kind of was upset that this conversation was about that again yeah um only because I want to know more about her I want to know exactly I want to know so I she is my top choice as well I got was lucky Uh bachelor um, draft I got her on my team and I have so much this girl that I'm like I just want to know more and Mm -hmm. So I was kind of disappointed. At, I, and I know they probably talked about so much more on, on this date, but the fact that they showed us the story about her um, dad losing her mom and like it was a little bit different because they talk about the dad, be, like that was the love of his life and yeah, and everything. But uh-huh. I really just didn't want to cry again. <laughs> right. I, I was booing. I wanted to talk about something else. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, there's always this... Um fine line to balance on this show of like really letting someone know who you are and being able to connect and and bond over something more than trauma than your trauma I think that obviously like you don't fall in love with someone just because of the things they've been through you fall in love with them because of who they are and and the way they make you laugh and all those things so like yeah, I would love to see, to have seen more of just like her story. And I mean, I, I get it. Like I have been through my fair share of traumas, um, in my 31, near 32 years of living, but I am also like, I want someone to, you know, love me for me and for not all the things. So I don't know. It's, and I get it once again, because it is such a shortened timeline and you feel like you have to like get all these things out. But I'm also like, I don't think that if y'all save that conversation for later, like that, or even for like fantasy suites or something that like, I don't think that that conversation is what saved you from the state. Like, I think that y'all could have talked about something else maybe um yeah so that we could have got to know you better so that joey could get to know you better and you still would have been here i agree 100 percent. yeah um so the, the to your point though it's like well how long was the date what else did they talk about on it maybe they got to talk about other stuff but this is just like what got highlighted and they unfortunately you can never right. what's really gonna get in the edit <laughs> yeah no very true that's very true like, i yes. remember um rachel Lindsay's saying that when she was on Nick Vial season, they told her, don't ask about politics because we're not going to show it. You're not going to get any airtime. So it was like a mm-hmm. list of that would never get shown. So just don't talk about them or it won't get any airtime. So for all we know, they could have been talking about politics on that day. And this right. that they were able to show. <laughs> no, you're right. Absolutely. That could have very well been the case. Mm-hmm. We will never know, unfortunately. We'll unless never know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I wish I w- do wish that like I'm not I'm not really in the Bravo universe, but from what I hear, they're very good about like bringing up receipts when like people are talking about something. Um, so I would love to get like a reunion where we get the like actual background of certain things. Um, but I so don't think that's how. That's a really good point that you just brought up, though, because one, Bravo is amazing at that. And we are constantly like, receipts, if you have the footage, show it. Yeah. Um, So there's there's two things to that, because back Uh to the drama this season with the you said this, you did that. Well, everything is on film. They blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. One, they are not always filming for The Bachelor. Like they they do have mics come on, the mics go off. Um, I do feel like if bachelor if you have the footage then show it if you have right. but i also know that they do things to like protect people and right. 
they are considering Maria for a lead and they wouldn't want to show any footage that would turn exactly. Um, so I am going to be really curious to see what happens at this women tell all, because there was a lot, a lot of editing, a lot of scenes being played out of order, a lot of Frank inviting happening. Um, and that like, there was a whole other story that was not told that was that, that women feel very, um, strongly about for their edit. And I will be very to see if that comes up in the women tell all, because if Maria is final three, she might not be well no final I think the third one usually ends up at the women tell all if if she goes home third if she goes home yeah if she go if she's still there though she might not be at the women tell all and that's gonna right. I will lose my shit if she's not at the women tell all. right yeah no I didn't think about that yeah we definitely need her there yeah um, we won't get real answers if she's not there right Ugh. hopefully yeah. somebody gonna have her back like Jen or somebody I don't know well, I do think that more people support her than don't. I think um, so too. But even the people that support her um, are like, I mean, she, she, Maria even said she wasn't perfect and she did some things that right. were messed up. I just, I, whatever it was that she did, I don't think it was worth these the, the vitriol that these women um, came at her with. Right. Um, but I do think that it, though the women who did the, the bullying, I think that they were manipulated by producers into performing for them, essentially, um, giving them sure. drama, creating drama where uh-huh. they um, all because they thought their edit was going to go differently, you know? Right, right. Absolutely. Leah, I think Leia really believed she was the sweetheart of the season, especially after the whole throwing away right. the card she got in the beginning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know if producers were like, you know, hey, we'll work with you. Like, I don't know what happened, but she definitely thought she was getting a different edit than what happened. And I just, I want to know more. I want to hear. I can't wait for them to be off contract or to just see what happens at Women Tell All. I'm so excited for it. Exactly. So yeah, so we have Hometowns next week. Then I think the Women Tell All will be right after that. Uh Oh no, probably Fantasy Suites and then Women Tell All. Right? Jesus, we have so many more yeah. episodes. Hometowns, Fantasy Suites. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. They might do like a combination of Fantasy Suites and, and Women Tell All. I feel like that's right. charity season, but they always uh-huh. they cheat us on Bachelorette season. So hopefully- they always do. Yeah, hopefully they don't do that for um for this season. I want to see a full Fantasy Suites and I want to see a full Women Tell All. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, we deserve that, I think we do and since you know i know you're not feeling well this episode was very short so i think we can end it here like we covered all the things that really matter we both think kelsey is going to be the final rose recipient was there anything out to you from this episode um i don't think so i'll say the one thing well yes so i think the one thing that stood out to me was I hate how, and I kind of touched on it when I said that Kelsey T just got in the, the car and she was just silent. I hate how um, this show often, especially when, when women are eliminated, they feel like it reflects on them. And I know it's just them in the moment, like speaking from their emotions. But I know that Jen said like, oh, I just hate that I wasn't enough. Like it was something along those lines. And I'm like, girl, like, it's not that you're not enough. Like, it's just that you're not his person. Like you are, you are enough as yourself. And I think that we just see that a lot with this show is like people get eliminated. Oh my goodness. Sorry, New York city. Um, people get eliminated and then they like suddenly think are like spiraling and like all the negative things about themselves. And I think that like, I kind of in the same vein of like people now are like throwing like divorce parties and be like, congrats, like people are like getting divorced where it's like, okay, like, you know what? That's one more person that you realize isn't for you. And now like you have the opportunity to find that person. And like, I'm not going to discredit anyone's feelings of feeling like, cause I've been there and I've been that girl. It's like, damn, like, why is it never me? Um, But yeah, I would just love to see like a, I don't know if even like producers can shift that with like questions that they ask in the, in the van or whatnot, but like more a way to like blend 
heartbreak and empowerment because it's always like so heavy on heartbreak, which is valid because they're heartbroken. But also like, I just, I just hate seeing women on the internet, like speak harshly or on, on my television, speak harshly about themselves when like most of the people watching do not agree, you know? Um, so I would just love to see a shift there. I don't know. I doubt that that will happen, but that's also just my PSA to anyone listening. If you are going through anything like it is, you know, like no one's perfect, but I just think that we have to be better as women about the way that we speak to ourselves and things that we say to ourselves, especially when we're feeling down about our situations. Cause that's obviously when our thoughts are our biggest enemy. I agree. And along those same lines, I was just saying this about love is blind, but it also applies to The Bachelor when like, don't beg someone to love you. Exactly. Uh, They're breaking up with you. That is okay. You know what? You don't want to be with me. That's fine. If they are, if you are having to constantly tell somebody how to love you, like telling them over and over again, what you like, and they're not listening, they're not doing it. That's not your person. And that's right. It is okay. If something doesn't work out, don't, beg them for don't beg them to take you back don't ask them what you did wrong don't any of that like what is it self-debasing like making it that you it is your fault you you could have done something differently you guys just weren't compatible and that's fine no nothing was done wrong he just has a connection with somebody else and exactly I Mm -hmm. agree I can't stand seeing um, anyone, but especially women just really taking this as a slight on themselves when that's right. not all. It's it's never that you are wrong. It's that you guys are wrong for each other. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So we were talking about this online. If you were uh-huh. to go on a show like this, would you rather be eliminated um, during a rose ceremony with other women or on a on a one-on-one day after you guys have had a conversation and he, you, he just sends you home um I think I would rather be eliminated on a one-on-one um because then obviously you can have that conversation and have that closure um because I think that that is why so many women after the rose ceremonies and they're not handed a rose think it's them like they think like oh my god like I did something wrong I did this whereas like I could imagine, I mean, maybe not Sydney because she was feeling a little delulu, but like I could imagine that as you're like, you know, if a date's going well or not, you know, like, so most people in those situations who don't get a rose, I feel like you could probably pick up on the fact like, oh, actually we're not connecting in the way that I thought that we would. So like, it's okay if I don't get a rose. So that's kind of how I would feel. Um, I mean, obviously there is the chance of being blindsided on a one-on-one date and not being given a rose and like that would be heartbroken but I think I would still prefer that as opposed to at a rose ceremony but to your point being blindsided on a one-on-one you that's a pretty high level of Delulu like you thought this was going well yeah was that on Gabby and Rachel season where someone was on a date at the amuse no it was charity season it was charity season with oh who, who was it um, it was that it was that man he's so sweet, he's Ooh, sweet beautiful knew. Asian man what was I don't his know name? his name. Oh, was um, it? oh, I can't remember. I'll look it up later. But he yeah. had the amusement park date and was just like damn near asleep on the whole day. Yes. <laughs> yes. And all. And so I'm like, there's no way that he thought he was coming home. Right? I think he I think he probably did because he probably is used to women not like charity who like are just like whatever like this man is fine like he could say nothing and I'm be in his bed like which is like fine everybody could do what they want to do but charity was not there for that like she was there for her husband so she's like okay like no absolutely not like you have to go home because like we you're not saying anything yes you are fine but like I need more than fine for my husband um so I think that he probably was shocked because he's probably like wait this normally works like what's 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 going on so a level of Delulu that is just yes. wonderful to see. That was amazing television seeing that happen. But I was also pissed because that was such a fun date that was just wasted. Right, wasted. And yeah. just for him. <laughs> so, right. Exactly. A mess. Exactly. Um, I, I love your perspective on that. I had originally said um, I'd rather get eliminated at the rose ceremony because mm-hmm. I, then I'd go home with friends. <laughs> like I wouldn't, sure. It, it Valid. Been, 
Uh huh. No, that's true. I mean, hopefully, the people that got eliminated are girls that you like to. Yeah, because uh, that would be awkward if it was not. But um, but no, I could see that as well. It's like, well, I guess we're all gonna have drinks at the airport together. Right. Uh, so that part would be would be nice. But also, I think that the introverted, my introverted self would be like, absolutely not. I need to be by myself. That's embarrassing. No, like, I mean, I'm an introvert as well. So I'm like, that actually, the way you explained it, I was like, oh no, her, she's right. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it makes way more sense. And because yeah. I'm not delusional, so I would I would sense that the vibes are not there. Right. And I'd be yeah. like, I'm just going to go. <laughs> like, yeah, just- like, let me just excuse myself. Thank yeah. you so much. This was wonderful, I guess, but we're like, clearly I think, not. I'm, I think we both can agree that this mm-hmm. is not right because you know like I've never been on a date where I've been like thinking that it went really well and then like thinking that this man is gonna call me or text me Mm -hmm. and then he doesn't like I've it's always been a mutual like yeah we now have to see each other again but (laughs) this was great (laughs) like I don't know no I 100% agree so that makes so much sense to me um and then especially because I did ask one of my friends from the who has been on the show if Mm -hmm whenever you do leave if you get to like leave with the people and yeah. they're oh no you're separated immediately so you never see mm-hmm. them again. <laughs> like, right. You, right you essentially walk out everybody gets pulled by a producer to, to do some interviews and then you're never seen you don't see them again so the, <laughs> so the tell all yeah it's yeah you're leaving with people it's just less embarrassing because right. you're part of a group instead of uh-huh a conversation and I but originally I had said I'm, I like the Olivia way of thinking because Olivia when they were trying to call her a night oneer and like uh-huh. her then she was like I got sent home before he got to know me and how amazing I am he got to know right. you and decided that you weren't amazing enough for him so what's exactly the, exactly what's really the tea and I was right. like she's right send me home night one <laughs> exactly yeah, I don't hate that and then let me have my little redemption arc on some other show you know like that's great too yes amazing amazing well Vic thank you so much for joining me I know you weren't feeling well I'm just thankful that you were able to like come talk to me because we've been trying for so long (laughs) I know I know thank you so much for having me on I'm glad we finally got to do this and to connect and yeah I'm sorry that I am not at my best um trust me one's even gonna know (laughs) okay (laughs) okay well that's good well that's good Yes, and thank you for paving the way for Black women in this space. Um, you and my just t- total inspirations. Love you guys both so much. Oh, that means so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. And Vic, just go ahead and let us know your social media handles so people can follow you. Yes, so you can find me both of, um, I'm on Instagram and TikTok. I'm not on X, so don't look for me there. Um, but you can follow me at underscore underscore Victoria Price. And I'm usually posting my chaotic life on my stories and then a lot of random things about being a survivor, about just life. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good time. I think it's a good chaotic time over there. So feel free to follow me and connect with me. I'm, my DMs are always open. Wonderful. We love chaos. So <laughs> We love chaos. It's always chaos. Yes. All right. Well, you feel better. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining me and a special shout out to my guests. All of their social media and page info can be found in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please like, subscribe, and follow this podcast and my Instagram page at kickingitwith underscore Ray. That's R-A-E. Theme song was created by Chad Milner and producing and editing was all done by me. See you next week.